0: Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I am your host. Today's episode is a solo one so I will be just chatting with you and this topic is focused on something I've been thinking about and talking about I guess more so within my circle of friends or just people I come across and we're you know in a deep conversation which I you know if you know me well I get into these a lot but uh, the concept of mate value and how that applies not only in all areas of life which I don't necessarily touch on in this episode but I do focus on how It is important to understand when it comes to relationships and dating and I would say in terms of relationships this is across the board in both romantic relationships and friendships. Now I did preface this throughout the episode but I just want to make it clear that when it comes to mate value it's not about who's better or who's worse and it's not an, an idea where it's, like, degrading one or, like, saying, like, someone is so superior, right? But um, I guess, like, numbers is is an easy way to kind of, on a spectrum or a scale, to kind of understand where one is at. And, and let's be honest, subconsciously, when, whether you are a guy or a girl listening, when you look at someone that's you know, utterly stunning, there are common times where you're just like, damn, that guy or girl is so out of my league, but he or she is so hot, right? That statement right there is more or less related to mate value, but that in itself is on a surface level only. That is only focused on looks alone. But today I talk about how you can better understand yourself um, in terms of mate value in a holistic perspective because the truth is that's what it comes down to right you might be on a date with a super attractive potential partner but then you're like ah damn they're kind of it's kind of like talking to a wall maybe they don't have a lot of personality or charisma or maybe their intellectual compatibility is off with you. Maybe you like have interest in talking about more unique topics and this person is more on the surface level. And again, we've all experienced this, but it's just a matter of understanding why certain friendships and or romantic relationships end up fizzling out or not working. Um, it really does come down to this perceived mate value. And the best part is that it is always Changeable. In other words, you can always improve yourself, especially if you know the areas that you could be better in and that could optimize you to be in a better position when it comes to dating. Or, truth be told, there are times where we might be letting ourselves go and um, might be kind of going down a slippery slope. And perhaps this episode could serve as a little bit of a wake up call if this is an area you've been struggling with. So, with that being said, we will get into the episode. So recently, I got into a deep conversation with a friend of mine who, uh, just for context, this friend of mine who lives in another state, um, we are currently accountability buddies in helping one another work towards a specific goal that we have. And in other words, like we're checking in each day saying, hey, I did this and you know, for me as well, I'll say that I've always loved having an accountability partner to check in with me because I think it raises the, the stakes, I guess, in a way where when you tell someone this is your goal and then you don't do it, it feels embarrassing. I don't know about you guys, but if I say to a friend, hey, my goal is to consistently wake up at 6 a.m. Monday through Thursday and I'm not doing that, And my friend goes, hey, so what was that like? Number one, I just do not lie because I would rather be like, I honestly didn't do it. But then I'm going to be obviously very embarrassed because I'm like, yeah, fuck, like I'm lying to myself. I'm not hitting my goal. Like what's going on? Um, But I have to add to that, too. When I implemented this accountability buddy. I remember there were mornings where my alarm went off and I was like, I just want to stay in bed I don't have a workout class assigned today, which is usually a helpful motivator for me. If I have a workout class to go to, I obviously will not miss it because I cannot afford to pay for a missed class. So that's helpful. But obviously, as well, I don't have, I cannot afford to like do a class in New York City every single day when I have a gym in my building as well. So I remember when my alarm went off and I really wanted to snooze and not get up, I remember thinking to myself, What would so-and-so, my friend, what would he think if you're not actually completing your goal? And secondly, how would this make him feel as he's working towards a goal and you are not upkeeping your end um, and so I was like, fuck, okay, get up, get up, you know? So it's interesting what it does for the mind. And I just want to add that as a tangent. If you are someone that's working towards a goal, whatever it is for me, uh, I don't know if I really stated it, but my goal is just f- to be up at a consistent early time just to implement more discipline on myself. Whereas my friend has a specific goal relating to losing weight, And physically being um, at certain metrics. So he actually has a goal for his waist measurement, his weight loss, everything like that. And it's just, you know, for him, it is a strong personal goal because I think where he's at physically, he doesn't feel confident to date the way he would want to date and the way he would want to represent himself. And I commend him so much for not only having that self-awareness, but to be able to be like, you know what? this is not my story, this is not who I want to be, I am much better than this. And in order to get there, I have to start small and I have to stay consistent. And so we talk about, you know, being 1% better each day, getting up, doing a little bit. And so he actually came to me asking if I'd be down to help him with this because I am not in his actual, you know, life in his vicinity. And I think in a way, it's a little easier to help him maintain that just by, you know, number one, I'm in an earlier time zone. So when I'm waking up and I'm telling him, hey, I woke up at this time, I got my workout in, I'm keeping it consistent. It helps him be like, all right, that's a reminder. Go to the fucking gym, you know, keep this up. Emily's going to be checking in on you and vice versa. But that's besides the point Um, where I was going with this is that this friend and I, we got into a conversation around dating and the spectrum of jealousy that occurs in dating. And like I mentioned, this friend of mine, he is not allowing himself to date until he actually hits a specific milestone towards his final goal. And I would say, I think, not just for him, but in general, I think that is related to the understanding of mate value, which was brought up in a video that he sent me from Lex Friedman. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about him, but he has very long podcast episodes surrounding like science, technology, the way people think. And on the topic of jealousy, the guest he had on was discussing meet value in that most of the time, the eights will pair up with the eights and the sixes will pair up with the sixes and so forth. And I wanna preface, in my perspective, there's no such thing as, oh, he's the better option or she's the better option or she's the lesser option. It's, it's not that way in the way I frame it in my mind, but it's about who is the most optimal partner for you. And I think about that as well in, you know, when I broke up with my former boyfriend from you know college who I dated for four years, when I was explaining it to my friends and just people later on when they're like, oh, you know, why did that end? The truth is that I did not feel like I was a optimal partner for him. I literally said this to many friends of mine. I said, I don't think I was the right partner for him. I don't, I think I was overwhelming for him in fact. And I think that, you know, similarly, he just was not optimal for me. And we kind of had maxed out the chapter of that relationship. It was just simply kind of like the book ended. And it wasn't like a a wrong or bad breakup. It was just like, unfortunately, life happens. And you realize like, oh shit, you know what? There, there's no more juice left for this. And you know, one could say that Emily grew a lot and kind of maybe up leveled herself in a certain way that this other guy this partner that I dated wasn't there you know and when you can feel that because you'll feel that dissonance you'll feel like ah there's just there feels like there's this gap there's something that's um, blocking the ability to connect deeper and so that's the same thing right you know Um, This is not, like, when you're saying you're an 8 or a 10 or whatever, it's not just about physical looks. But we have to acknowledge that looks are a thing. It is the first impression, right? And that's why you hear people go, oh, she's out of my league or he's out of my league. You know, I think first off, that's a mental thing, right? Because if you believe you are a certain level, and I always relate this back to sports because, especially in tennis... Uh, when I played in USTA tennis tournaments, which is like the actual competitive junior level tennis um, compared to high school, it's just a very different game. But like when you're playing, you're also playing in levels. You don't, you play in age groups, but you also play in levels in those age groups, right? So um, if you're playing in level three, for example, that's like you're going upwards to a national level. Someone in L6 Would not play in L3 unless you want to get crushed every fucking time. But that does not mean you can't get to L3. Was always my analogy that I would explain to my dad as well. That this applies in friendships. This applies in romantic relationships. This applies in the professional world. If tomorrow was your last day, would you feel as though you have maximized your potential? How would you describe your perfect day with no limitations? How can you work towards achieving something as close to this? If not, exactly that. And what is your dream life? Where is it? Who's there with you? And what does your Saturday look like versus a Monday? These are some of my favorite questions from the What Fulfills You card game. And I created this card game with the intention to help you on your journey of personal growth as actually all of these questions in this card game are questions that helped me in my own personal growth journey in my 20s. But even more than that, these questions help cultivate more purposeful and meaningful conversations, whether it's with your colleagues, your close friends, or date night. I love to play this on a night in with a few glasses of wine. Or now that it is spring and summer season, I think it's just so fun to bring this with you when you're hanging out at the park, especially for my fellow New Yorkers who like to hang out in Central Park, have a cheese board and just have some deep conversations. You can shop the card game online at whatfulfillsyou.com and since you are a listener of the show, you can get 10% off your purchase with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! You may be at a certain level, like when you jump into anything, you're typically a beginner, but that does not mean that you are permanently there so i like to think of it as well where my friend who's working on his physique he wants to work on his internal confidence part of that comes from the physical appearance of course right he wants to increase his mate value because he believes he is worth being able to be with a partner also at that mate value and let's be honest you guys i think we all know when we come across a potential partner and we we think yeah, I just am, you know, too good for him. Not in like a cocky way, but just like, you know you can do better. And again, it's not in a superficial way, but I think we forget to reframe it in our mind in a way where it's like, they're just not optimal for us, at least at this time, right? You know, maybe it could be revisited in two years, depending on how each person grows. Because like I said earlier, you can always up-level or, you know, down-level as well. But ultimately, that is up to you. You have that choice. It's based on your choices and your daily habits. Now, the ultimate reason why I wanted to bring this up on the podcast is because it's something I've thought about for years. I think especially after my last relationship, in understanding mate value and just kind of our value as a human being and how we can optimize it in many different buckets in fact I actually talked about this with a close friend of mine her name is Bree she's been on the podcast and she is an extremely brilliant young woman Um, I will link her episode in the show notes if you're curious she talks about working for USAID she was a Fulbright scholar just like an extremely intellectual and beautiful woman inside and out but what's interesting let me put it this way (laughs) Have you guys ever come across a couple where the guy is clearly not great looking? Like, I mean, just below what that girl could do. I mean, you know that female is like, she's hot, she's beautiful, and you're like, what is she doing with that guy, right? And let's be honest, maybe not all of you guys, but I want to say most of the time, you think, okay, maybe it's because that guy has money or has something that he's able to provide as value in that partnership or that relationship or whatever that is that that woman wants and or needs that's one way to remove the discrepancy or yeah i guess like kind of bring the the mate value closer to one another. Right? So again, like I say, it's it's not all about looks, it's not all about the money you have, it's not all about your career, it's not all about your personality because life is a holistic game, right? Everything every every little part matters. But you can maximize and optimize your quote-unquote value or perceived value based on your ability to be a higher value in a certain bucket. So in that scenario, we can just hypothetically assume that guy might have super successful career or just super wealthy. But on the other hand, he's just not great looking at all. He didn't really win the, the genetic lottery, which is fine. That female may have won the genetic lottery, but maybe... At that time in her life, we don't know, just lacks the other part. And so all of that balances it out. However, I've always been a firm believer that each and every one of us can optimize our perceived, let's just put it in terms of mate value and when it comes to dating, because I do kind of want to focus on that when, again, this really just applies to everything in life, but specifically with dating and mate value, you might wonder, okay, how can i actually increase my level because remember you are not in a stagnant position you can move up but also this is not overnight okay similar to my friend one way to begin the increase is to work on your physical appearance and or your inner confidence which typically coincides I'm a huge advocate for this, um, all about self-love, but also about self-discipline in that if you want to look and feel better, your your best self, your most healthy self, you have to put in the work. So whatever that looks like to you, if you know for a while now that you wish you had more toned core or toned arms, toned legs, think about what are some small habits you can implement on a daily basis that would improve that one percent every single day so for me I'm not a huge runner as much as I would love to I don't run one two or three miles but I do long walks and I know that helps my legs I know that helps my mental state it's my way of meditating and I combine that with my goal of waking up consistently by going on long morning walks in the morning so I try to go on a walk by or 7 a.m. depending on the day and I like to walk probably like four miles. So that's about an hour give or take. So that right there would maybe be considered you know the physical appearance bucket as well as that inner confidence. On the other hand as we know especially with the rise in successful women and women being able to breakthrough in many different industries, especially the ones that have typically been dominated by men, the career factor is, in my opinion, just as important or in the framework that you do not need to rely on a man to provide a certain lifestyle for you. In other words, if you are able to fulfill that bucket yourself or like let's say, 8 out of 10, like you're at an 8 instead of maybe someone else that might be at a, you know, 3 or 4 in that category, when you are looking at potential partners, you probably have a better chance of not compromising on the physical appearance factor of that potential partner just because they have a strong ability to provide a certain lifestyle for you, right? Because why? You won't feel that as a need. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with wanting that, but you are in a much more powerful position in terms of your ability to choose who's the best partner for you when you come in fulfilling most of that already yourself. In other words, I like to look at it as I am not a commodity, I am not someone that can be bought and loved by your money, but I will say I do love and highly appreciate when a guy takes me out and takes care of me like a gentleman. But I do know people that prefer to completely take care of themselves, in terms of females who love to be like, you know what, I open my own door. I split the bill, I pay my own tab, like all of that 100%, it's each person's preference. I just I'm just saying right there though that even though I value being able to fulfill that bucket or like, you know, optimize that area of my life myself in terms of my career, my passion, and my own finances, I do strongly appreciate When a guy has certain manners, because for me, it makes me feel loved and appreciated and cared for by a guy. But again, I know that that might not be the same for everyone. So you just have to understand that for yourself and what you need to have within yourself in order to be in the best position to choose the most optimal partner for you. And then, of course, there are other buckets, which I really won't touch on. But, you know, the the, the obvious ones like your personality, your values, your lifestyle, etc. I just like to think of it in a way where am I in the best position to have the best choices? Because life is short, you know. I I don't like the idea of settling because I don't think I have other options. And I don't like the idea of people, especially my fellow Females to think that they're not in a place to be able to improve to optimize those choices. You again, you have to remember you are not stuck in one place. If you do not feel like you are in a place right now where you are finding the aligned friends, finding an aligned partner, focus on yourself and level up in your own life in whatever area, or maybe there's multiple buckets that you're like, holy shit, you know what? That is right, I do want to improve in this one, and I do want to improve in this one. And over time, just like how energy works, you will start to meet people that also happen to be at that same level. So like that guy said on Lex Friedman's podcast, it's like the mate value. The eights will naturally pair up with the eights. The fives will naturally match up with the fives. And again, I look at that number, so to speak, or I don't really like to put it in a number, but I look at it just kind of as a holistic value. So obviously, I don't think I am, you know, some stunning supermodel, but I also am confident enough to know that I am attractive on a certain level and know where like that, you know, I wouldn't compromise dating someone where I not only wasn't attracted to them, but also didn't feel like they matched on that level. Because you also have to understand in terms of the jealousy spectrum, someone that doesn't feel like they're close in your mate value or at the same that that's where the jealousy occurs right so someone that's like oh my god i'm dating someone that's so out of my league if they're not able to close that gap whether it's the physical looks or the intellectual aspect or whatever there will be a lot of friction in that relationship because there's someone's always going to be jealous because why one partner thinks they're not meeting other person where they're at in terms of the level so like that is the same thing with intellectual right if one person feels not that smart around the other person that's gonna cause some friction so just think of it that way I think it's a lot more simple than we realize but I also think that some of us might not break it down like this on a daily basis to understand why this guy doesn't work or this girl doesn't work. Um, it's, it's usually actually related to these perceived values which come off of your energy. But again, it is always changeable. And I'm a firm believer in continuously growing and working on yourself, calling yourself out on your bullshit. I try to do that <laughs> a lot for myself because I think, um, in other words, that means there's room to improve. And if I'm improving in the right direction, that matters to me. Um, And then, of course, giving myself love and cheering myself on and cheering others on when you see improvement in that area that needed to be worked on as well. That was all for today's episode. I hope you found this one interesting. I know this one was kind of a random tangent, but it just came to mind and I was like, you know what? I was always thinking about this. I was always sharing this kind of theory to my friends and peers and my dad. And so I was like, you know what? I should share this with the podcast community. And um, hopefully this was valuable to some extent. And um, as always, take what is valuable to you and anything that you disagree with or not so sure if you align with, you know, leave it. And I, you know, that's the beauty of diverse minds. Thanks again for tuning in this week. I will chat with you all in the next episode.